Salte Miguel Arcangeli. Defende los impuelos. Contra Mequitium et Insidias de Abele esto Proyosidium. Imperete Deus. Supleges de Pregamor. Tuque. Princeps Melices Celestes. By the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and with him those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. Okay, I really want to talk about this whole vampire craze. I mean, come on, it's 2021. Twilight was, like, so 10 years ago. Oh, look at these boomers just talking about vampires once again. They're trying to bring a new trend into our world. KFA, go eat a Tide Pod. Yeah, get, eat a Tide Pod. Jesus. Vampires are sexy. It's funny that you say that, because Beck and I were just watching a movie on Netflix the other night called Night Teeth. Dude, Dom and I just watched that, too. Oh, my God. It was good. Does it make you want to be a vampire? Yeah. I mean, it was corny. But it was like vampire corny, so it made you want to get deeper into that vampire, you know, oomph. I just want to be rich and do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, Although, sure. it does kind of suck that you die in the sun. Yeah, could you, hey, put yourself in that. Could you go, you know, the rest of your life without the sun? Mm. I mean, look I'm, at him now. It looks like he can go as long as possible without sun. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Stuck in This Purgatory. I'm cutting off KFA because he's an asshole. You... <laughs> are listening to the beautiful voice of Chase. And I'm joined by my two co-host, the asshole KFA. <laughs> Hello. And my other co-host, the sexy and beautiful Hunter. Hello, boys and girls. They say you respect your elders, but I think it should be respect the youngest. Why? Just look at this bullying I'm getting right now. Just because I talk shit to the oldest one here, I get a bad intro. Check How your, crazy is that? Check your privilege. Check your privilege. <laughs> Episode two, boys. God, we're here. Uh, can you believe it? It's time. It's, dude, it's flying by so quick. Yeah. And we so, barely even scratched the surface last episode. This is, we got an even meatier subject for you. So I do have to say, and future listeners, close your ears. I cannot believe how many people already are interested in hearing this podcast. It's, it's so cool. It makes my heart so happy to it's know that. It's a lot that of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Oh, but we it, love these topics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah, we're not just bullshitting this. We don't just get together, drink a bunch of beers, and just say, let's talk about this. We're actually day in and day out doing research, listening to other podcasts, making sure our facts are straight, KFA's on our buttholes all the time. We're fucking proud of this. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be great. So that brings me. on assholes, just so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to, what are we talking about today, boys? Oh, we're talking about a lot of stuff today. We're going to get into shadow people. We're going to get into gins. We're going to talk about the Ravenmocker. We're even going to bring in Sean. Oh, Sean. Uh, exactly, right? The unholy Sean. I bet you guys are ready to hear a lot about him. And then we're also, also going to scratch the surface on Poltergeist. Ooh, so The famous. We're so, going to go through. Just make sure, listeners, you keep your thinking cap on. We might jump around a little bit, but just stick with us. You're going to love it. Yeah, a lot of meat and potatoes here. Absolutely. We're going to scratch a couple stories about my experiences, since you guys got to listen to Chase's crazy experiences, and we're also going to get into one of Hunter's experiences. Ooh, I got a story for you guys. It's already, <laughs> it's already chilling me to the bone, boys. Yes. I doubt that. <laughs> You're right. I'm heartless. I'm cold. I'm dead inside. Yeah. He's just floating through existence. Just I mean, Chase was able to do a full Latin prayer, so it's, it doesn't surprise me that he's not scared at the moment. I thought we lost him last night. Uh, you know what? I'm Okay, so 
my voice is the intro to this show. Um, I thought it'd be cool to do a Latin prayer. And it took me almost an hour of listening to this one dude say the St. Michael prayer. I'm pretty sure that shit's ingrained in my brain now, but I'm also pretty sure I'm followed by like eight demons now. Dude, it took you forever to text me back this morning. I'm like, Chase is dead. He's just been consumed. He's been consumed, <clears throat> butt end, just into the demon's mouth and gone. It's you, okay. You this is saw him this morning. Was I mean, mortified? Yes. It, it was like he has no emotion in the morning. I was trying to tell him about all this information, and the man did not even get a little bit tingled by any of this. Is this this pre-poop or post-poop? This is pre-poop. Oh, well, there's your fucking problem. Don't interact with Chase until he's taking a nice shit. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. This actually brings me to a good point of today's episode. Okay. Um, Gins can be summoned by yourself, and I choose to summon a good gin. Oh. Right now? That is not KFA fact-checked. Wow. You do need to have the right tools so you're able to summon your own gin. So what you're telling me is Latin doesn't summon gins? Latin, Latin, Latin words? Does not. Latin words? Well, I'm getting, but KF- I, I'm, I'm I'm getting KFA I'm pretty sure you already hard. have Sean walking around in your house, so, I mean, you should be fine. But we can summon Sean with Latin well, boys, I think we're a little bit off topic. <laughs> we're going to start this first one off with one of my stories. Now, this is one story that really gets to me since it was with some of my family members. I was moving into a new location and just a lot of moments through my life right now. So what I was doing is I was moving to college I had went to college in California for three years, and I was transferring over to a four-year school in Iowa. Now, let me tell you about this. This town maybe had a thousand people in this city. There wasn't even a stoplight there. So when I first get there, I'm like, this city is nothing like I'm used to. And everything about it, it was one of those small-town feels. You were just so surprised by how old it was and how far back it was and it felt like you were in 1950 people were happy all the time they waved to you they had manners <laughs> do people have manners these days not in colorado no <laughs> unless they are performing butt stuff they cordially ask you may i perform and they say yes and uh, i'll do and then the person asking always offers an enema <laughs> <laughs> well either way <laughs> either way we're gonna get to the story so it's the first night i have no roommates over the only people that are at this new condo that i'm moving into is my mother and my brother so we just got got my bed we just bought it we're bringing it in it's almost seven eight o'clock at night and we're like why set up the whole bed let's throw it in the living room we're gonna just sleep on the bed and the couch So, my mom sleeps on the couch, me and my brother split the bed. We fall asleep, nice and casually, and I wake up maybe 2, 3 in the morning. I don't know exactly, because I wasn't able to grab my phone. I look up, and kind of how the design of the house is, is in the living room, you're able to see the kitchen. From the kitchen, you can see the counter. Behind the counter is a sink. So, I look up. No shit. No shit. It's like Chase describing his bathroom, like, I have a tub, I have a sink, I have a toilet, I have a Guys, exactly. hopefully he, he, you're not homeless, and you know the outline of an actual <laughs> home. 
Hey, hey, check your privilege. Your privilege. I'm homeless. Yeah, we are both homeless. Oh, shit, we are. <laughs> Fuck. So I could see the sink, and I wake up, it's two in the morning, and I see this figure. I can't see past it. All I can see is the figure. Where's the figure? It's The figure's right in front of the sink, so it's maybe 10 feet away, and I just right away screamed at my brother. I thought it was my brother. So Help! No, it was more of a, Eric, get back get back to sleep. Let's go. It's 2 in the morning. We need to wake up. We have to get the house all uh, ready to go once our roommates get there. He just and, needed a midnight snack. <laughs> we all know the feeling. That PB&J, <laughs> that PB&J crack dealer going on. It's real good. Sprinkle a little crack on that. Just put it together. <laughs> Yummy. You go right to sleep. You go right, right to sleep. KFA, is that a fact check? Is that that a fact is check? not a fact check. <laughs> oh. Don't listen to these we guys right now. The use of crack. So, by the third or fourth time, I yell my brother's name. <laughs> Sorry, kid, Adrian. Continue, my friend. By the third or fourth time I call my brother's name, nothing, he's not even responding to me. So right away, I get my right arm, and I reach over to my side, and I feel my brother sli- sleeping right next to me. I'm feeling parallels to Chase's story. This is fucking creeping me out. Oh, absolutely. That- Becca searched for Chase when she saw Top Hat Man, and you are searching for your brother when you see this figure. That's fucked up. What's well, really weird to me is that you touched your brother's right thigh. <laughs> That's I really never close said family. I said I used my right arm to touch him. Adrian has very big arms and it reached very low down to his right. Fun fact: thigh. his right arm is larger than his left arm. <laughs> I love how this morphia of Adrian as he just goes on, he just gets more anamorphic. I, different. I want you guys to picture KFA with just these two massive legs. Lopsided arms and just hair everywhere. And just, just, <laughs> just always tingling. He's like, I'm the version of the stuck in this purgatory Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm Bigfoot. All right, Adrian, continue. So once I feel my brother's body, I know that the form that I'm looking at is either a spirit, a ghost, some kind of form of entity. And at that time, I can't keep my eyes off of it. It maybe goes 10 to 15 minutes. And by that time, I was finally to get out of my sleep paralysis stage Ooh. where I could finally move and I grabbed my phone and I flashed the flashlight. Classic. And nothing was there anymore. It was maybe one of the most terrifying things that I've ever seen. Did your, was your mom awake or was she asleep the whole time? Uh, she was asleep the whole time. Both my brother and my mom were asleep. And I couldn't wake either of them up. So I do not know if I was in a dream state if I was, I know once I grabbed my phone, I was awake. You know, I, th- I think the creepiest thing about all this stuff, uh, including my story as well, is like, once you experience this stuff, you, your brain goes to this, like, I want to know. Like, I have to know what's right. going on. To the point where I've almost contemplated putting in a camera in my room to watch my whole room throughout the night. But I am so terrified of what I might find. Like, I swear, if I watch that video film and throughout the night some shadow figure opens my door walks through my room i don't think i'd ever be able to sleep again like oh, yeah i would have to move out you have to move right the fuck out yeah absolutely and i mean that that goes into our research behind shadow people is there's three different categories the first one is people that believe that they see shadow people and they're either under the influence of alcohol or drugs so many of these ghost stories that they say that they've seen shadow people is that 
they can't believe them because drugs and alcohol could really affect what your mind is able to perceive. I get you on some crack. Can, can you imagine, though, like, all the times that you're asleep or unconscious or for whatever reason, there is the potential for some spirit or shadow person just watching your body the whole time. vulnerable state. Just think of We're Sean touching rooms. you when you're asleep. Okay, oh, that might get me turned on. Be careful here with Sean. And Every that, time you guys say Sean, I just want to just wanna say his name more. <laughs> and, and while you guys don't know about Sean just yet, we're going to get into category two and three, which is one of the forms of Sean. So category two is shadow forms that are human-shaped, but they can still be seen through. So you're able to see through the shade, and you're still able to find what's behind it. And then category three is shadow people that are usually not able to be seen through, and they're also attached to the person and not just the place that the person Ooh, is staying at. The place of the West story. So, <clears throat> KFA, I need a fact check on this one. Yes, sir. In my, my brief research on this, uh, it says that you can actually summon these shadow people based off your emotions. Uh, that is somewhat fact-checked. Uh, if you're either a sorcerer or a witch, you're able to summon a shadow person. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? And that goes into some of the Cherokee Indian uh, folklore of what they think a shadow person is. Before before we go into the Indian folklore, I want to I wanna discuss subcategory two of a shadow people. Okay. So you're saying there's some can be translucent, like you can see partially through them? Yeah, so they basically take form of either a human-shaped, animal-shaped, or woman-shaped. What's weird about that and about both your guys' stories is at some point when you guys looked at the shadow person, it disappeared. It was it was your light. It was your big dick energy. I don't know, Chase, what you did. But <clears throat> what's really interesting is I, I, said, I wonder... I said, go on, get. Yeah, go on, go yeah. on, get out of here. I slapped my knees and said, well, time to go home. <laughs> But serious, Doc, I wonder if you guys point, you know, light or some some sort of energy at the subcategory, too, of the shadow people, that it disappears. Because I had a similar thing in mind where I turned a light on and the shadow person disappeared. So I do wonder. I don't know. I'm just kind of kind of oh, digging absolutely. down the hole there, here, but. There's so much that you could talk about on why these entities don't stay and be seen all the time. I just want to interject one more time and just say I, this, to me goes right back into my point that I made the other day about the human brain. Mm. When you think you see something, and then as soon as you react to something that you do, like a flashlight, that's something normal humans do for when we have to discover something or see something we can't right. see. Instantly. Now you're like, okay, it's illuminated. I don't see anything. Your brain goes back to normal levels, and you just play it off. And sometimes these sightings, I, I truly believe, are a manifestation of the mind. I don't think they're necessarily... That doesn't mean that it's not something in between realms or something that because we don't understand the conscious subconscious the conscious mind is far more complex than we understand it could be a moment of of glimpse into some sort of other realm or something yeah. but sometimes it could just be our brains fucking with us because we do a copious amounts of crack and it's bad for yeah. us I, I mean 100% I agree like I don't think that there's a very large part of me that believes that all this is real truly Oh yeah. but in certain instances it does make me have to wonder the tricks the human brain can play. True. True. Well, that's crazy that you guys bring that up because many religions recognize shadow people as entities 
into the underworld. And Ooh. these folklore, even ghost stories, mainly come from the Islamic jinn and the Kokta Nusla Cheeto. I probably butchered that name, but it is an Indian name. I just want to be clear. Jinn is not the same as Genie. Genie was made up by Walt Disney. Don't listen to that liar. Walt Disney. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Sean. It is for real, though, Sean. That dude's real. That dude is for real. So when we look into the Islamic folklore behind jinns, they are born to decide if they accept God's guidance. Jinn... They are not strictly an Islamic concept, but they may represent several beliefs. In the Islamic religion, they are believed to be responsible for misfortune, possession, and disease. And jinns could be supportive, or they could be very violent. What does so, a jinn look like? Is it a shadow person, or is it... Yes, a jinn is a shadow person. Well, oh. so I guess that's where I'm confused. Yeah, I'm because, confused too. And, and this is purely going from phasmophobia. Like, oh, yeah, it's no. just my opinion on Let's this. Yeah. So... I feel like a jinn is more shadow essence. Like it's just a shadow. Uh, for a good example, yeah. the night teeth. Uh, or not night teeth, I'm sorry, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. When the guide disperses and that's how she flies. Just a dispersion of, you know, black shadow that moves around. I think a shadow person and even a poltergeist actually have a figure of a human being or a form. Like you guys mentioned, animals could be one of them. Animals is weird, though. That's where it throws me off. Because sometimes I think, in my research, some people talked about it being aliens because these the shadow people have ties to the men in black with Top Hat Man, like we talked about last week. There's definitely some weird cosmic stuff we could discuss here. But then the animal thing throws it all off. If I'm an alien, meow, coming down, and I'm like, I'm going to be a rabbit. I'm going to be a shadow rabbit. Come, come over here, shadow rabbit. I don't know. Is have, that? I don't know if that makes sense to me. Have you, you not seen the mongoose? Have you not seen the South Park episode where they get the boys get abducted and the Which guy one? chooses the form of a taco to be the most pleasing form for them? Oh, man. I just want to see Sean. Sean, come, come forward, Sean. <laughs> well, then this will also bring us to the Raven Mocker. Um, I know you guys are very interested this, to hear about this. You guys, please do yourself a favor and look up the Raven Mocker. On I'm going to do it right now in real time. Let's get a real time reaction because I'm telling you guys right now, I did not look up what a Raven Mocker was. I'm sorry. It's horrifying. All these notes I make and no I one looks them up. fucked up. All right, let's look. Google. Holy shit! What the fuck is that? It's kind of sexy, isn't it? Holy shit! You know what? It reminds me of the Hag Ravens from Skyrim. You know what I like most about this? Is the first thing that comes up is a D&D rest reference. <laughs> Alignment. Neutral evil. Chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. D&D, st- you don't have to be in everything. You guys can stay out of this shit. Fuck. Don't so, knock the D&D. <laughs> so, Chases our we'll game. get back on topic. The Raven Mocker is a Cherokee Indian folklore. And the Raven Mocker is actually the most dreaded of all Cherokee witches. And the reason why Shadow People and the Raven Mocker are so tied in with each other is that the Raven Mocker is only able to be seen by a witch doctor. And these Cherokee Indians, they believe that if they got a witch doctor, when uh, one of their family members were either ill or dying, they were able to make sure that the Raven Mocker wasn't able to pray on their family members. So, you're saying that only witch doctors can see the Raven Walker? Yes, I am. What qualifies you to be a witch doctor? Uh, you smoke a lot of drugs. <laughs> smoke a lot. Can't Fact check. <laughs> okay, kids, if you want to be a witch doctor, you just gotta smoke a lot of drugs. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Very lightning. 
the way the Ravenmocker was able to take these people's souls was he was able to take the heart of the dying and add years to the per the Ravenmocker's life and subtract the years of the person that is dying. Oh, siphon soul. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> God damn it. I tried to get a video game reference and Chase fucking dropped that shit like a hammer. <laughs> Jesus. We're on the D&D roll. I give him Siphon Soul and he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, this fucking guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this guy's smoking crack. <laughs> crack. So then this gets us into the rabbit hole of Sean. Sean. Yes, Sean. Sean. Sean is this Sean. form or entity of... The shadow person. Uh, Sean is the corrupt shadow that many people see. And Sean is able to use many of these other entities as puppets, minions, and he feeds off the negativity that people uh, see. They, they, all the negativity that his puppets are getting to scare these humans, Sean is feeding off of them. And yes, this is Reddit. Backjacked. <laughs> hey, nice job citing that. Okay, I want to know more about Sean because Sean intrigues me, and uh, it's spell. It could it could be pronounced. How, how did you know? How did you pronounce that? Uh, Chase? Shuan. 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 It's true. actually he, spelled. He, he has to spell it. S. In a cool verse. Yeah, it's S H. U A N. Yes, it yes. is. Yes, yes, that's right. It completely opposite. I did my research because he has to be the coolest shadow person. Yeah, but I just I just do want to say, guys, as you're listening to this. Please, sometimes the KFA fact check has to get fact checked. So if you feel the need, just email us and let us know if we're really, really fucking up. Tell us that we're, we're fucking lying about Sean here. Now, something that we were, we were talking about with Sean is this, uh, and I need you to elaborate on this, Adrian, because this shit, I am, I'm too high on crack, and I don't understand what the fuck, he corrupts a shadow? Yeah, so that, that would be like the category three shadow person that you see, someone that is either attached to the person, and oh. they... They create a big form of just black shade in front of someone. So does that mean that I have a shadow person following me all day long? Because when I walk around, there's a shadow behind me. That's Sean following you guys. <laughs> Shoe on. He likes mud stuff. So can I, wait, can I talk about my story then? Because this actually ties into subcategory three, category three of the shadow people. I think it's more category one, but how about Hunter? You share it with us. You think it's category one? I really think it's category okay. one. I think he's yeah. filling you guys with a bunch of bullshit, but that is for you guys to yeah, decide. Yeah, email us in. Tell me if my story's bullshit. Let's uh, let's get into this. Okay, it could be category one. I, I will give you. I'll give you preference on this. Okay, on a dark storm night. Oh, copycat! Sean was tickling my butt. Okay, uh, real time. So, uh, at this concert, this was many years ago. Um, it was a heavy electronic concert at a smaller venue in Denver, Colorado. <clears throat> and the concert itself was a decent vibe, but I was definitely inebriated. I was not in the right mindset. I'll give you that for subcategory one that I was not sober, extremely not sober. And the vibe of the concert venue started to twist as I got further into the night. And it got to the point where I was overwhelmed. I kind of had a panic attack. And I told my buddy Eric that I was with. And I said, hey, dude, I need to go outside. I need to get some fresh air. To which uh, he obliged. And we went outside. And I caught my breath for a little bit. But then it started to get a little bit worse. And then the cold air, it was in the middle of winter, the cold air started to make me freak out more because I was getting super sensitive. So I went back into the venue 
with a plan of going back down the hall and going back into the main like, concert area. And as I approached, and this is when it really took a dark turn, as I approached the archway back into the hallway that entered into the, the main floor, there was this dark black wall, like this shadow wall that just like popped up right in front of me. I could not pierce the veil. Now, would you say this is like a form of a human or any other kind of animal, something that you've seen before, or is it just a wall? It was just a square. It was a genomic square, you know? Nothing out of the ordinary. It had four points, but it blocked me. And that's what really... And, I, and I'm not in the right mind. Did it have four points of entry? Yes. <laughs> yes. Blood stuff. Shots coming. Um, so, yeah, the, the wall stopped me, and that was the first red flag. And then people were materializing in and out of the walls. Humans. But some of the people, not everyone, that came through had uh, entities attached to, them, attached to them. Shadow people. There was... Some that were standing on their shoulders, some wrapped around their necks, others just falling behind. It wasn't every single person. And when I started to see that, and there was one um, lady in particular, and she was, she was hot. So I, physically, my eye caught her, and I was like, wow. But behind her was this most diabolic-looking, crazy motherfucking shadow person. I've, I've, it's the only time I've ever really experienced it, and it was just right there in my face, and it was on her face, on her shoulder, and it looked at me, and I lost my shit. And then I started to walk away again, and I started to see more shadow people consuming more people, and then the worst one, and this is where the subcategory three comes in, is that to exit this venue, there was like this one exit, really, and um, there was a bunch of cops and paramedics surrounding this person on the floor who had passed out or done something, something had gone wrong, and they were all trying to resuscitate him or her, and this fucking, there was these large, towering shadow figures just enveloping and staring down, almost like feeding off their energy, just consuming everything that these people, this person had, and that is when I pretty much went to a dark place. So I had to go. I got a question yeah. for you then. Yeah. In your opinion, when it comes to the, in regards to this girl that you saw. Yeah. Which one? The hot one or the one that was like We're not dead? putting we're not putting labels. Uh, we're we're just uh, saying the girl being... that you saw with the creepy face. Creepy face. Um isn't that a you... label? <laughs> Cre- creepy face girl? Okay. <laughs> I'm fine with creepy face girl. Okay. Um do you think this was maybe like your third eye seeing these things or do you think that maybe you saw this girl who carried around a lot of weight and baggage in her life. I don't know. Speculation. Yeah. But maybe this is why these demons are attached and that's what you saw. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we definitely all understand, you know, everyone knows the term, like, battling your demons. So maybe this person was battling something and had, you know, had that. But... Or angel dust. Or angel dust. <laughs> but I did see... It was such a physical realm. Like, why was I all of a sudden, and I know I was inebriated, but why was I all of a sudden able to fucking see these people's demons? And not everybody had a demon. Angel we dust. all have our demons, but not, what? Angel dust. Angel dust, yeah, probably. Mostly crack. <laughs> yeah, crack. Um, he says we don't contain it. it. multiple times. I know. I don't know what's happening with our Guys, man. I need help. Sean, help me. You, st- <laughs> you see how he's scratching inter- his arm. I don't understand. You see how he interjects so much? It's yeah. the crack. All right, anyways. But yeah, I, do, I don't know. I don't know, Chase. I'd like to I'd like to know more, but, you know, let's let's go party and find out. Well, you go find that creepy face girl, and you invite her to the show and say, hey, tell me about your demons. Great, great. Put I that don't want to hear her demons. 
So I don't want to go further into her life. Yeah, we, we've already invited shit on this podcast. I fucking saw Top Hat Man in my goddamn sleep. Lies. I'm sick of it. Speculation. I, I think, I'm already sick his, of it. I think his mind wanted to play games on him, but Maybe. I also saw Top Hat Man, but it was just a l- lamp. So <laughs> I'm like, I am lamp. <laughs> I am lamp. Hello. What if Sean is my lamp? Sean's a lamp. He's coming for you. Dude, if that shit starts floating, videotape that. You think he gets turned That's TikTok on? gold. Ooh. Oh, okay, <laughs> smartass. <laughs> wow, okay, we just dumbed down this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. Redever. Okay, and I think that's a great lead into my third story of the day. Ooh. And this is also something that happened in Iowa. So, Iowa. and I've had multiple people that heard this occurrence happen, and I don't, I thought I was crazy. I thought my buddy was crazy, but we also had two females that were over there that would have never believed this, and they completely heard and saw exactly what I saw. So let's get into the story. I like how he introduces himself. This is when Sean comes. He's like, hey guys, so, I'm going to tell a story, so yeah. I need to introduce myself. Sean's got to talk about butt stuff now. So we just got back from Texas Roadhouse. We went on a double date. My buddy Jason... Somehow talked me into going into a double date. Wait, <laughs> it's guys, you see it shit because of the carbs. Okay, we all know you only go to Texas Roadhouse to eat the biscuits or yeah. the muffins, whatever the hell they are. What did you have for dinner, Adrian? I need, I need like full facts here. I need to know what's coursing through your body before yeah. you tell us the story. You could have ingested something from those peanuts. You know who knows? There's probably <laughs> this is fucking Iowa. What the hell is there? To this do is in Texas Iowa? Roadhouse. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Well, let let's just say I had a six ounce sirloin steak. Ooh. With sweet potatoes and a margarita. So God damn, wow. that sounded I, like a commercial. I already ate dinner and I'm already hungry. Holy exactly, shit. right? That sounded and great. And then with the buns, buns too. <laughs> oh, you tell me. I love the buns. <laughs> oh yeah, you love we know you buns. do. <laughs> so either way, we get back into the story. We just walked in, and of course, my buddy Jason he wants to take this girl back to his room. So now I'm stuck with the other girl, just trying to make conversation. Explicit content warning. My buddy takes this girl back to his room. And how the upstairs is laid out is his room is in one corner and my room is in the other corner. Okay. So he takes her to the room and I was like, screw it. Let's go back to my room. And we're just laying on the bed. Well, we're laying on the bed. My buddy's laying in his room doing whatever he knows what to do. (laughs) Keep this PG. And all of a sudden we just hear this loud bang and this loud bang rattles the house. And right away, (laughs) right away, I turned to the girl I'm sitting next to, and I asked her if she heard this. And she's like, yeah, I thought it was just in my head. So right away, I figured I need to get up. I need to figure out who the fuck is messing with my place. And I get up, and our couch is flipped over. No fucking way. So right away, I yell, and I say, who's in my house and who's messing with me? Sean, get the fuck out of here. Because Go on, get. Because remember, I I am part of a baseball team. So many times our buddies come through and they mess with us. Well, our front door was locked. Our back door was locked. I screamed downstairs to see if my other roommates were home. They were not. So then right away I go to my buddy's room. I start knocking on his door. And he opens it up and he was like, oh, I thought it was just you guys. I was like... What? You think I was just flipping the couch for fun? 
<laughs> well, that's what you can. That's all you can do at Barstow is flip couches. Well, funny thing, I was in Fayette, Iowa. So. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> so this gets me to thinking: is who the hell flipped my couch? Is is it just anyone? Like, what the hell is going on? So then, right away, I asked if he did it. I thought they were just messing with us because they saw my door shut. And he was like, no, I seriously thought you guys did something that made a loud noise. I was like, no, it wasn't us. I was like, was it you guys? And he said, no. We all saw and heard the voice and, or the loud bang, in fact, and we couldn't explain it. There was no explanation. There was no one else there. We went through the whole house. And now I just have a couch that's flipped over and I have to put it back just because something's playing with me. So, okay, I'm only going to talk about this briefly because I want to bring in the expert on this one. The Our buddy Will, Ooh, he was babysitting for his aunt's house um, back in the day. This was back in high school. And there was some serious activity. I mean, we could literally do a whole episode on the activity in this house. And we will. We'll and have Will on. the one that freaked me out the most, I wasn't here for this because as soon as they started playing with the Ouija board, I was out. Oof. But... They, in the basement, he set up a beer pong table, and there was all these, like, everything was neatly stacked. His aunt's a lawyer, if I remember right, Mm -hmm. and they heard this loud bang, like, almost like one of the mirror, um, the mirror doors they had down there fell down. Mm -hmm. They went down there. Nothing was wrong. Get out of here. This was after they were playing with the Ouija board. So, again, just briefly, but we're bringing the expert on this one in an episode, and if you guys are looking for chills, this will be chills. Stay tuned. Well, that's a great story that you bring up because we're going to start talking about poltergeist. Okay, do you think it was a poltergeist? I I have no other explanation for it. I don't have where wind could have blew it over. I mean, this was like a 50-pound couch. Oh, yeah. I mean, so someone had to move it. Okay, 50 pounds seems a little light. I think he's exaggerating. It was a futon, so... T- <laughs> oh, it was a, a futon. a boot Without the tone. Okay. I, I, I didn't even be called out for my college living, but... Yeah. We, yeah, we all... Privilege. Well, we didn't all go to college, but we understand. Yeah. Hey, so was there any other occurrences in your dorm in good old Iowa? From no, those couch? were the only two occurrences. Did that girl ever come back over that your buddy brought over? Uh, yes, yeah, she came over multiple times. Did anything happen while she was over? No, it it wasn't. One time? It wasn't the girls being there. Oh, wait, what about the other girl? Wait, did you bring her over no. again? Uh, she came over a couple other times Damn as well. It. I think I'm it's debunk. No, I think it's Adrian. It, okay, you, we haven't even like scraped the surface with all of our stories. Yeah, Adrian has some wild ass stories, He's and it's anywhere. Warm. Yeah, it's anywhere from here in his house in Colorado, out in Barstow, out in Iowa. Like, I'm pretty sure he is. The spirits are just following his ass. Okay. What does what's Barstow? Barstow is the community college that I went to for the first oh, three years. Damn, he like is human European after all. Uh, you guys want to talk about some crack? Go to Barstow, California. This is my advertisement. That's KFA fact checked. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, having confidence. Jeez, <laughs> he's like doing commercials and shit now. Who the fuck is this guy? Well, this gets us to start talking about poltergeist and where the origin of poltergeist came from and why so many poltergeist events are hoaxes. And uh, just many, yeah. But some I mean, are not. There's so many, but then we could dive into almost all of the real cases where no one could explain it from poltergeist events. So you get from the top level to the bottom level. What's and- interesting about poltergeist is some 
some are fucked up, right? It's a ghost. Some are gonna gonna terrorize you. Some are gonna do some shit. But a lot of times, poltergeists are friendly and playful, mischievous. You know, like a little gnome. Like, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna kick your cans. I'm gonna kick them around. That's what they do, right? Or am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Thank you. KFA fact checked. Yes, it is. All right, guys. Well, we are starting to run out of time on this one, so I just do want to do a note on this. Um, as per the first episode, we are only scratching the surface. Um, we're kind of just going over personal stories right now, and I hope it's spooking you as much as spooking us. I do want to reiterate that everything that we're talking about will be a future full-on episode. Because yeah. there's, I mean, we literally could sit here and talk for hours and just bullshit with you guys and, and tell you all the stuff that we've researched. It's insane. We're just trying to, you know, get you guys to know us. You know, hear, hear some shit about our lives. You know, talk a little bit about Sean. Sean is about stuff. Shoe on. Just think about Sean, Sean tonight. Sean may be watching you in the form of light, and he might turn on. And if you're really into group things, he might bring his friends with you. He might bring his friends. He does like puppets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adrian, I think it's time uh let everybody know what's going on. So, guys, if you guys want to know us, you guys want to follow us, you guys want to know about future podcasts, you want to know about future events that we're hosting. See Adrian's hurry back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, I can't handle these guys and the fact that we're doing 40 to 50 minute long podcast is just outstanding that's I mean. me and Chase's job is to derail you with all your facts <laughs> the whole fucking time You're, we're gonna creep you out sometimes but that's our literally our motive well go follow us on our Instagram stuck in this purgatory go follow us on TikTok stuck in this purgatory and if you want to share your personal stories you want to get some of our opinions on these ghosts that are following you around, please email us at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. And uh, once again, I just want to thank all current and future listeners for tuning in. Um, what, you know, this is, again, a dream come true for us, and uh, it really warms our heart with all the support that we've gotten. Uh, one thing we want to reiterate is we are definitely looking for listener emails. So if you have stories, um, if you have occurrences, please reach out to our email. Once again, stuck in this purgatory at gmail.com. And we'll be more than happy to read them and even research them. Yeah, we're really excited to hear from you guys. We love you all. Can't wait to hear from you guys next time. Next week's going to be good. And after all, come join us again because we are all stuck in this purgatory. <laughs>